Hello everybody and welcome to Side Hustle Divas. This is our second episode. Yes, we did an episode last week. It was so fun. We had Michelle Arno of Marno Art and we talked all about social media. Today I have a very exciting guest. Her name is Mona Lipson and she makes ice cream as her side hustle. And that is something that I think is so interesting. I think is so fun. And today, actually earlier today, she brought me some ice cream over from Brooklyn. I'm in the East Village. So she took the trek over and gave me some really delicious ice cream. I haven't tried it yet because I wanted to try it live on the pod, but um, I'm so excited to get into it with her. Um, Just so you have some background on the podcast, if you haven't watched it before, we do it live on Instagram Live, and then later it gets turned into an audio podcast. So just so everybody knows, if you're listening on the podcast, there may be some references to things we see. We will try to describe them as much as we can for you, and if that doesn't happen, then that's a little bit okay. Um, And so I'm very excited to just get started and uh, talk up today about ice cream, but also we're going to talk about community, and we're going to talk about collaboration when it comes to side hustles. So basically, I am just really excited to get into the conversation. Um, If you're new here, if you don't know who I am, my name is Ben. I'm a side hustle coach, expert, consultant. I love helping make people money through their side hustles. So I think that's enough of an introduction. Um, And without further ado, I'm going to welcome Mona into the podcast. So let me see if I can make that happen right now. It's Ben, Side Hustle Entrepreneur, Coach, Consultant, and the host of this podcast, Side Hustle Divas. I've spent the last 10 years of my life building side hustles that work, and my mission is to help you find, start, and grow your side hustle so you can make that extra money. I'm talking to my favorite side hustlers about what's working for them and how you can find some of the same success. So with that, let's get into it. join us. Um, I know Mona through a community that I'm on called Badassery. And Badassery is, you know, a community of diverse rising leaders. And we love to just have events and talk about all kinds of stuff. But it's where I met Mona and she's part of the community. So everybody say hi to Mona. And I'll say hi to everybody. (laughs) Yeah, say hi, Mona. Um, I'm so excited for this. This is going to be such a fun interview. Um, You know, we're going to try to keep it to about 20 minutes. Because um, I really want to hear all about your ice cream business. And then I want us to kind of get into talking about community and collaboration. Because the reason I wanted to have you on the podcast is because you are somebody who I see on Instagram all the time doing all kinds of collaboration. <laughs> and you're meeting with people. You are setting up fundraisers. And it just seems like something you're really good at. So I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. I've loved watching your progression uh, and you launch your, your side hustle hustle. Uh-huh. So um, happy to be here. And also, I never know what I'm doing on Instagram. So thank you <laughs> for your kind words. You're an expert. <laughs> Trial and error. So yeah, <laughs> I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. So like we said, you make ice cream and you brought me some ice cream earlier today. So I thought one way we could try to get started is for me to like actually eat the ice cream and try your I try your ice cream. Give it like the total the Ben Haas review of the week. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I have I have a um a bowl as well that I have scooped. I have not uh haven't dove in okay. yet. Different flavor than the one you're uh 
you're trying and i apologize if my dog barks right now because there's something oh that's gonna be bark. okay you're the second <laughs> guest and you're the second guest who has brought on a dog to the show so dogs are always welcome okay awesome. so i have this ice cream this is rainbow cookie and for the listeners at home if you're not watching the live version it's very colorful. It has some green cookie, some pink cookie, and it looks like there's some like jelly in there, like some kind of jelly kind of situation in there. Can you walk us through this flavor and how you made it? Yeah, it's basically a deconstructed rainbow cookie. Those, you know, Italian rainbow cookies where they're layered with the green, the yellow and the red. And then in between each one, each layer is a bit of um, raspberry jelly. Yeah. And then topped with like a sheet of chocolate. So I grew up eating those rainbow cookies. I, they were my brother's favorite. And I have a friend who makes them. It's her grandmother's recipe. So I've been begging her for years to make me these rainbow cookies for this ice cream flavor. And she did over the holiday season. So oh I incorporated them into this flavor. It's an almond ice cream because there's also um, like marzipan almond extract in traditionally in rainbow cookies. Okay. And then instead of a traditional raspberry jelling i use jelly i used a strawberry rhubarb so okay. this is like my take on a deconstructed rainbow cookie okay i will now do a little drum roll because i'm going to take a bite <laughs> oh my god wow it actually is so good thank you oh my gosh i've never had an ice cream like this i'm having my new latest coffee flavor it's coffee with um, coffee cake crumb. Yeah. And a Nutella swirl. So that's what I Okay. Mean. So have you always made ice cream? I have always eaten ice cream. <laughs> but I started making ice cream about three years ago when I was gifted a KitchenAid ice cream attachment over the holidays. Mostly okay. I kind of requested it. Yeah. And I guess... When most people get a gift like that, they probably maybe use it once or twice, and then it goes into a shelf somewhere, and you yeah. forget about it. And um, yeah, I never forgot about it. It just <laughs> stayed, it stayed out um, basically for three years. And then over the summer, when I was producing so much ice cream, I upgraded to mm -hmm. my oh, mean that I have right behind me. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so wow. That's the large machine that I'm now using. So I have a question about that machine um, from all the viewers out there. This is something that I think people think about a lot. How often do you have to clean that machine? Uh, I mean, you just scoop the ice cream out when you're done churning and then mm -hmm. clean it with some soap and water. That's okay. It. So basically every time you make ice cream. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it's really good. So when did you start? Basically, we're on Side Hustle Divas. We're talking about side hustles. When did you start? you know, trading your ice cream or selling your ice cream or anything like that? Like, when did you start really getting into it as a side hustle? So it was all by accident, which I feel like a lot of side hustles are. Mm -hmm. um, the, the city had just pretty much gone in lockdown. So it was mid early March. And mm -hmm. I have always been making ice cream, like I mentioned, but because I had a little more time on my hands, you know, no, no uh, weekend activities or evening activities, I started to make more and realized that I could not eat it fast enough and did not have room in my freezer. So there was a weekend, maybe it was like the weekend of the 
11th now weekend mm -hmm. of like the 17th i just decided to drive around brooklyn because there's no traffic and yeah. very safely drop off ice cream on like friends and families like stoops and in their yeah. lobby and really innocently and fairly quickly some of those people posted on instagram and next thing I know, there's just random strangers asking me, well, how do I get a pint of ice cream? Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's fascinating. I will, <laughs> I guess I'll take requests. So I created a Google form, put it on my profile, and it just started filling up with <laughs> names and addresses um, in the New York City area. Mm -hmm. So these drops you know to friends and family really became opportunities to meet new people and so at some point i realized i was seeing more people and meeting more people while the city was in lockdown than pretty much anyone that i knew and i would go out for maybe two hour time spans driving all around brooklyn there was no traffic zipping in and out um and then at some point i guess people started to feel like they wanted to give me something in return for this ice cream so i started receiving other baked goods. Um, this one woman had like was like crocheting these dolls, mm. like all very innocently, just think or things in people's backyard. Somebody had some extra plants, some extra herbs. Kids were making me drawings, drawings. That word's hard to say. <laughs> and I was yeah. dropping off ice cream in Park Slope, and a woman says to me, "You know, there's another woman across the street who's making pizza and giving it away." And I was like, "What?" Wow. So I immediately reached out to her and said, do you want to swap some pizza for ice cream? Natural thing to swap. And that's sort of when I became aware of this other world of makers and bakers in Brooklyn who were making things out of their homes, whether they were, you know, furloughed, let go, had extra time on their hands. And these ice cream sort of giveaways became really organized swaps with yeah. other makers and bakers. Um, and then along the way, uh, you know, if people wanted to make a, you know, give me a tip or a donation for my ice cream, I would uh, accept it graciously. Mm -hmm. Usually I would push back, <laughs> but then I would yeah. say, okay, um, and that's kind of how it all started to a point now where I I'm, you know, considering how I can turn this into more of a business or a side hustle. Yeah. Um, you know, turning your passion into, you know, work is, I think, what we all, you know, strive to find. Yeah. So and that story, it's very interesting and very fascinating because you found something that worked for you and it just kind of had a little bit of like a viral aspect to it where people were interested, people were following you. I remember when I first followed you on Instagram, I was instantly hooked. Like I loved everything you were posting. I know you said you're like not, you don't know a lot about Instagram, but I think you do because you're posting content about people and about connection. And I think that that's kind of like what side hustles for me feel like they're all about a lot of the time. So is there anything in that story that you feel like you learned um, since you started that has been a big like surprise to you? You know, I think I've always been one that enjoys working in a team or collaborating. And I think especially during the times that we've all been going through, like how valuable it is to have people by your side that are going through similar things, even if they're complete strangers, right? So all of us that were making our passions or finding new hobbies that were becoming really exciting for us. I mean, having a network of people to... Mm -hmm to just, you know, ask questions with or um, find, um, 
you know, find motivation, find courage. Um, within this whole process, not only did I meet a lot of other New Yorkers who are making and baking and selling their products or swapping their products, I also ended up putting together a group of other at-home ice cream makers. So it was around the same time in March that I found that we were all communicating on Instagram even more than ever. And so yeah. I like that assery. I was really inspired by this community bed assery that you and I are in to create a Slack channel, a Slack page. So at this point now, I guess 10 months later, we have almost 60 um, at home ice cream makers that are, and some of them are starting businesses. They're a little more than just at home, but um, I have now a Slack page of about 60 ice cream makers. Wow. there. We're sharing recipes or we're brainstorming or we're having issues with our machines or people want to upgrade their ice cream equipment. And so we're all on there communicating. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess I've already always known how important community is, but you know, what have I learned from this is just, you'll find, you can find community in the craziest of places. Yeah, no, I, I think that's so awesome. I actually didn't know that you had your Slack channel. <laughs> I see some people are on watching. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome to the live. Um, that's so cool. So what do you think some of, I mean, obviously, you know, a resource just to connect to people, but what are some of the benefits of building a community outside of just connection that for, for building a business? So, I mean, there's a lot of tactical things. So everything yeah. from, you know, finding vendors, equipment, social media. I mean, we have in our group of Brooklyn makers, there's some of us who have a lot more experience working with social media, understanding like I changed my page from, you know, a business to a content back to a business. I don't know what any of this means, but yeah. we, um, there are others that are able to, you know, share their, their experience or their expertise. Um, and we've also met people like you who are their side hustles, like telling stories, like we're able to be a part of um, that storytelling. So there was another um, person who I met, um, NYC Buddha, who is yeah. also, um, who just finished a video on all of us. And so he's, you know, become a part of this group as well, even though he's not baking anything, he's also mm -hmm. making something. And so we are, um, I don't even remember what your question, oh, like tactical, like, yeah, like what are the... we've, we've gained tactical skills from each other. Yeah, totally. Have you always felt like, have you always felt like you were an entrepreneur who was always working on things like this, kind of like setting things up, trading with people, creating something new, or is this something new for you? I would probably say, like, I think it's something that I've always done, but not quite realized. Yeah. So um, my very, one of my first jobs out of college was actually starting a nonprofit organization. And like, I would never have thought that that was entrepreneurial but like looking back now yeah. oh yeah you know I don't know I didn't know what I was doing but I did it anyway um and you know starting different clubs and groups as a kid so I guess I would have to say yes even though it doesn't feel natural at all like I'm not going after it to like make an app and sell it like in that yeah. sort of traditional or the today traditional entrepreneur that we think about yeah and one thing that I've been noticing with all of my new clients um in my side hustle consulting is that money is not always the main factor for people for why they start a side hustle. You know, sometimes people want a community or sometimes people want exposure or sometimes people um, want just experience working on something so that later on they can, you know, get their, get a, their dream job. And I think it's really interesting because it, it, from what I can gather, it doesn't totally seem like you are doing this for the money. Oh, 
Yeah, no. <laughs> that, I keep joking, like, I'm going to make tens of dollars selling my ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, obviously, that would be great. But I think what's so awesome about a side hustle and especially building these communities is you're not really doing it for the money. You're doing it because it brings you so much joy and happiness. And yeah. through that, you're like, great, I can actually make money doing something that I like. <laughs> Um, and thank you, Adrian. My friend Adrian just gave a shout out to my nonprofit organization, Guatemala Healing Hands. So yeah, let's talk about that. What's that? <laughs> oh, and another volunteer from Guatemala Healing Hands is on. Hi, Julie. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, what is that? Tell us about that little that 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 business you started or nonprofit, I guess. Oh yeah, that um, Guatemala Healing Hands. We started in 2004. Wow. <laughs> when I was five. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, um, we organized medical missions to Guatemala, focusing on upper extremity care, hands, shoulders, elbows, um, as well as some community development in some uh, rural Mayan villages. So right wow. now, we're, we've really been focusing on food insecurity, just given the pandemic, we can't get down there. Um, and food insecurity uh, has really peaked, unfortunately, during the, the pandemic. Yeah. But we have, uh, we've been doing it quite a long time. And uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and is there anything you do to kind of connect these two side hustles or these two initiatives that you have? That's a great question. So um, I, I have recently, so I've done a few ice cream flavors that are inspired by Guatemala. It's where oh, my cool. mother is from. And I spent a lot of time traveling there. I have a lot of relatives still there. And so I have done some Guatemala-inspired ice cream flavors. But most recently on Giving Tuesday, I did a raffle. Um, oh, I had cool. done a raffle over the summer uh, for National Ice Cream Day. Oh, yeah. I also started a National Ice Cream Day campaign. I'll talk mm -hmm. about that in a second. Um, so for Giving Tuesday, we were raising money for uh, food for Guatemala. And I auctioned off five pints of ice cream actually five yeah. different people were going to win two pints of ice cream so 10 pints and we raised over 3300 oh my um, gosh raffle tickets so the community really came through in buying these raffle tickets i couldn't believe it over the summer we had raised just over two thousand dollars for a different <laughs> organization and we we bumped that up to 3300 so yes yeah. I, have, I have found a way to bring guatemala and ice cream together yeah, and that's another kind of touch on our theme of like using your skills and talents and your side hustle in collaboration with a community and with just being also being a part of a community, not necessarily just building your own community, but like the literal term community means like where you live and like building up programs and fundraisers. That's such a cool way to give back to the people around you. I hope so. <laughs> that's totally. what, I mean, just so you, just so the listeners know, um, my full time job is in the nonprofit and the fundraising world um, specifically. So I have worked for fifteen years as a fundraiser, um, yeah. and I currently work in the social impact space. So that comes a lot more naturally to me than trying to build an ice cream business. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I think we have five minutes left, so I want to. I actually, I think people are obsessed with ice cream, right? Like, I'm eating this ice cream just so everybody sees. It's the rainbow cookie deconstructed what is, what's the title rainbow cookie ice cream yeah it's like a deconstructed yeah. rainbow cookie look how much i've eaten already <laughs> it's delicious i'm actually just curious from to hear from you like literally break it down for us what is the process to make ice cream on your own so i can talk about my process yeah talk about your there's process there's you know there's ways you can make ice cream without an ice cream maker you can use ice you can use condensed milk i make a traditional custard 
Yeah. So it's really, when you break it down, it's five ingredients. It's milk, it's cream, it's sugar. I also use skim milk powder and eggs, maybe a little bit of salt. Um, I make that base. You do have to cook it because of the eggs. And the best thing to do is after you make your base is to actually put it in the fridge overnight. Yeah. At least for four to six hours. So for me, it's, it's really a two-day process. So I will make the base, put it in the fridge, and then the next day I will churn it. And whatever, and the churning process in my giant machine over here yeah. is pretty quick. It only takes about uh, takes about 15 minutes. It's, it's very okay. fast, 15 to 20 minutes in this machine. And then I will fold in whatever swirl or mix-ins. Sometimes I'll make the mix-ins so there's baking involved. Other times it's, you know, nuts and cookies that are maybe already created. Or what I've been trying to do more and more, talking about community, is integrate all of the inclusions from community members. Mm -hmm. So, you know, other bakers who are making, you know, I've done macro, uh, macarons. One of my other local Brooklyn makers, um, the urban baker, she makes macarons. And so I have mixed in some of her macarons. There's another one, another woman, um, Italian wife cooks, I believe, and she makes jams and jelly. So I've used her jams and fruit butters as well. Yeah. So the idea is to use inclusions, use variegates, use chunks from other community members. So that is my process. One day to make <laughs> it, second day to churn it, and then hopefully use as many other things from, um, from my community members in the ice cream as possible. I love that. And the one thing that I always like to say about side hustles um, that I think people don't realize is that the best side hustle is a side hustle that really uses your unique skills and talents. Because I think sometimes people go online and they look up like how to do a side hustle and it's like, click this button 50 times and you'll make $10,000 in two months or something like that. And I always get so upset. So one of the reasons I was so attracted to have you come on the podcast was to talk about that uniqueness, you know, because I haven't seen people do an ice cream side hustle just in my own world of side hustles. So what is, how, talk a little bit about why you feel like you you came up with ice cream as a side hustle and you know if you think other people could do it and if other people uh can't necessarily make ice cream but they do have a skill or a craft or something that they do what can they do to start this as a side hustle so i didn't realize either that other people were making ice cream like me and i have uncovered this world of other <laughs> makers but um i think for me also the reason why i decided to make it a side hustle was because of so much um, support and people telling me how good it was and that yeah. I really should share it. Um, I always thought it was good, but hearing from other people that it was good, obviously, you know, feels good and then makes you feel more confident. So, you know, I, I think that obviously letting other people try, see what you're doing, be exposed to what you're doing. You want to make sure that people are interested. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, don't keep it a secret. Let people know. And then what was the second part of the question? Yeah, I guess like if somebody has a craft, if they have like a, if they have something they're good at that they're not currently doing as a side hustle, what can they do to get started? So I only know what I did was I just yeah. started doing it, right? Mm -hmm. like, um, and I had been doing it before I was putting it on Instagram. So it wasn't, you know, I didn't create an Instagram account to make ice cream. I was already making ice cream and people wanted to know more about it. And I was encouraged to do it. So yeah. I would say, start doing it. Start sharing it with friends, family, neighbors, Maybe don't try to start selling it right away. Um, I think that there's a lot of value in building um, supporters. And, you know, one of the things that I've also been working on with, um, with this 
burgeon, burgeoning ice cream business is just building a list of supporters. So, you know, they're not really getting anything yet, but at least I know when I'm ready to start mass producing, yeah. um, I'll have those people who are ready and willing to, to support me. Yeah, and that's a great segue to the end of the podcast. Um, this has been so, so fun. And I know people are looking to find out how they can follow you, where they can get on that list of supporters to the point where when you're ready to start selling, they can start buying. Where should people go to find you if they're interested more in your, in your ice cream? Great. So I'm here on Instagram, Miss Mona Makes Ice Cream. Also started a TikTok. My first went viral. Um, <laughs> But I don't know what I'm doing on TikTok either. So on my Instagram profile, Miss Mona Makes Ice Cream, there is a link um, that will direct you to a Google form. And on there, you'll see sort of my instructions on my ice cream drop. So right now, I just randomly pick names when I'm going to be in a certain area. And I will just mm -hmm. like text you two hours before. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I'm like your personal ice cream fairy. I might show up. You never know when. So right now, that's the only way to get my ice cream. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but if you do sign up, you will uh, be notified when I have a better system and when I'm mm -hmm. actually in a legit kitchen and can produce more. So Miss Mona Makes Ice Cream and a website should be coming soon. But right now, it's just on Instagram. Yeah, amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for joining as my second guest of Side Hustle Divas. You Thank were you so great. Me. I love hearing about ice cream. I'm going to sit here for the rest of the night eating this. Um, and I'm so excited. If you're watching this live, please be sure. If you're my friend, follow Mona. If you're Mona's friend, follow me. Let's get it all going. If you're listening, uh, just be, be, be sure to go on Instagram and find us as well. Uh, because we are both, you know, hustling and we're both making things happen. So, um, Mona, do you have anything else to say? Anything you want to leave the, the guests with? Just sorry if I said your Instagram handle wrong. <laughs> I apologize. And yeah. Thank you, Ben, for having me. This is so exciting. I'm, I can't wait to see who else you have on and be a part of, you know, your side hustle journey as well. So thanks. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining and for asking questions. We love you. We hope you have a great day and good luck. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.